and welcome to another episode of Yowie Reddit, the podcast where me and my best friend are reading hot teen books from our hot teen years as 20-somethings now. My name is Laura and I'm one of the hosts. My name is Maggie and I'm the other host. And if you're joining us now, it would be a weird time to join us because we are at the very like end of our third season. But, but we all, always welcome We new always people. welcome new people. We're at the 13th private book written by Kate Bryan. Exactly. And... We, so much has happened in this book series as we're, we're climactically reaching the end of it. Yeah, this book was the one that took the biggest turn. Yeah, this book is literally insane. And there's parts of this book where they call out how insane it is, which Mm -hmm. I enjoyed. I'll say it. I enjoyed it. Yep. If you're not from kind of like murder mystery clue board game into just pure Harry Potter. Yeah, but like teen teen Harry Potter. Dark Harry Potter. Ooh, like it's it's like Riverdale, but a, the novel mm-hmm. version. If, if Harry Potter listened to My Chemical Romance. Yes, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. so we we left off with our twelfth book, Vanished. Noel had disappeared, and we found out that it was an entire kidnap plot by Noel's grandmother. Yep. To test Reed's loyalty. Yes. And then we find out that they're half sisters. And then they get led into the basement of the chapel, and they find a book of spells. And Reed is a believer in the book of spells. Yeah. She's gung-ho about being a witch. And Noelle isn't, but apparently, apparently she didn't even know why her grandma kidnapped her. Yeah, so this it's a really weird start to this book, because we pick up literally right where we left off. And that doesn't happen often in no. this book series, uh, or other teen young adult series for that reason. And Noelle's, like, already, like, what the fuck is this book of spells? And I was like, Noelle, why would you go along with, like, this kidnap plot if you didn't know what was at the end of it? I guess she did know that her and Reed were sisters, right? Yeah. So maybe she thought it was a way of testing Reed's loyalty to the family? I don't know. It doesn't make sense that Noelle went along with this, though. Because it's just, like, why would you miss school for two weeks if, like, her entire thing was that she wanted to keep her head down and graduate? I don't know. You a lot got, of this, a lot of this does not make sense, listeners. You're put through obstacles as a language. Motives, motives do not work out. She thought they were going to get like a house. Noelle at one years old had to learn how to juggle fire because that was her initiation process into the Lang family. And Reed's was finding a kidnapped person. I'm sure. I'm sure. Absolutely. That She's makes sense. She's a talented girl. What logic. We love it. Um, God. And I still can't. God, this is just so stupid. Oh my God. Um, but then, like, you know, they don't really have time to go back and forth on this whole witch thing and this whole, like, I'm so sorry I didn't know about this whole kidnap plot and I went along with it anyway, even though that makes no sense. Um, because then it's Reed's, we have to introduce that it's Reed's birthday coming up. Yes. And Noelle is over it. You know, she's going to college soon. And I would also be like, I don't want any more drama. Let's just be normal teens. She's yeah. got to celebrate Reed's 17th birthday. Yeah, and they're like, Reed's, your birthday's next week. And it's just like, this is a weird time to celebrate a birthday. <laughs> yeah. And also, I did laugh because at some point, I don't know if they were calling Grandma Lange, Lange, I don't care at this point. And they were like, have you ever done magic? And she was like, no. Yeah, but she's like, but you two, if you, you work together... Your magic can save Easton Academy. You're the most powerful witches in the world. And it's just like, what? Like, this is, it's so casually dropped as if everything in the series led up to this moment. But it's like, no, we got a book to prepare for this. And then all of the backstory that came with it later on, too. 
It was like two pages. I will talk about that. I have two pages of backstory. Insane. But lucky for Reed and her 17th birthday, Daddy Lange will throw it since she is, he is her papa. Her, he's trying to be, be a good daddy to her. Yeah. Oh, weird. Um, but then we're back at um, Easton and Noelle tells the Billings girls why she was actually gone. She makes up some lame excuse and they're all like, that makes sense. Yeah. If they were to talk to Ivy, it wouldn't really corroborate with Reed story since Reed was like she was with her mom yeah and Noelle's like I was at a spa oops but uh, these girls don't care they don't care that much they're just like no one died it's fine yes and it's also important to point out that Noelle and Reed are sisters but she wants to keep it a secret yes which is because it's embarrassing to her which Noelle takes not well she's like why wouldn't you want to be my sister and it's not that Reed doesn't want to be Noelle's sister. It's that Reed just still feels so bad for her not biological dad. Yeah. That I was just like, yeah, he's a really nice guy. I would feel bad, too. She's like, I don't want to slut shame my mom. Yeah. And but it's like, good well, I guess that's fair enough. Um, and Noelle also just, like, keeps emphasizing throughout this book, like, we're not doing the witch thing, like, I don't want any more drama this semester, which, again, just, like, why did you disappear for two weeks then? She also keeps dangling in front of the girls that... Uh, Reed and her might be sisters. Yeah. Just, like, pointing at it sometimes. Yeah, exactly. It's so silly. And then we get another plot point introduced where we see Paige, Missy, and Demetria on campus kind of, like, canoodling. And it, this is weird because Demetria and Paige aren't students at Easton Academy. Also, I oh, I was wondering the whole time. I am sure it was pointed out at some point, who is Demetria? I She was, uh, in whatever book Reed was president, Demetria was one of the people that she was in contact with to, like, get something. I think she got the legacy invitation from her. I thought that was Jane. Like, Whitehall or something. Might have been. Oh, God, there's so many There's too many. There's honestly so many characters, and I kind of wish that, like, they would have morphed a lot of these side characters to be one person rather than just, like, suddenly having all of these new people. But I digress. (laughs) There is an exciting point at this Part of the series where we learn that Reed is a Pisces. Yes, yes. This is a, this is what happens that in the birthday uh, we say like her birthday is in February, so we learn that she's a Pisces. I was super excited. You were really excited. I'm pretty sure I called it in Paradise Lost. I was like, she's very emotional. Yeah. And unhinged. Yeah, we were between that and I think what like cancer. Cancer. I was thinking cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we got there. I was um, going to do our whole astrology chart today, and I forgot. Hey, that's okay. Maybe we can do that for our wrap-up episode. Ooh. That could be fun. I'm kind of leaning towards her rising being Virgo. Mmm. But I don't know if she's the cleanest person. All I know about Virgos is they like to clean, and I don't like them. My boyfriend's a Virgo, and he does not love to clean. I'll be honest. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> I've had bad run-ins with two Virgos. He's very sensitive, though. I feel like that's very Virgo. That is really Virgo. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't banter with them. I can't be mean, and that's my favorite (laughs) thing. What if we just found out, like, live on this podcast that you just hate my boyfriend so much? It was, okay, speaking of men, it was so wild, because last night, why I wasn't reading this book, for two hours I was scrolling through, I did not realize iPhones, your albums, Mm -hmm. there's a screenshots album that keeps everything. So I found all of my text messages with my first boyfriend, and I was so fucking mean. There was oh my one God. where he was like, um, I was just baiting him. And he was like, hey, be nice to me. And all I responded was, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and he deserved it. He was kind of shitty. Oh, my God, he did. Um, but back 
in here. So they have, you know, another Billings Literary Society meeting. Yeah. Cleaning up after it. Reed's like, guys, I'm I just I'm gonna stay back. I'm gonna hang back for a little bit. And they're like, okay, Reed, why? And she's like, don't pay any attention to me. Don't pay um, any attention. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. And she decides to go into this spooky ass basement with no windows by herself. Uh-huh. Um, that's behind the bookcase and opens the book of spells and she decides to read the incantation. And should we read it now or later? Let's read it now. Okay. Let's read it Should we hold hands now. to see oh, if we become witches? We should. Okay. Because this is the way to do it. You know, we're supposed to do it with 11, but... Uh, she does it uh, just with Ivy later on, so... I, and it works. Exactly. So maybe it can work for exactly. us. Exactly. So it starts down here. Okay. I wrote it down. Okay, perfect. Then I'll read off of here. Okay. And if you wrote it down, then... Because I didn't write it down. Okay. Okay, we're holding L- hands. Listeners, let the record show we are holding hands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We come together to form this blessed circle, pure of heart, free of mind. From this night on, we are bonded. We are sisters. We swear to honor this bond above all else. Blood to blood, ashes to ashes, sister to sister, we make this sacred vow. Do you think I can move your pen now? Try it. I'm sending vibes, I'm sending vibes. You know, because the moment Reed says this incantation, wind just is everywhere and her candle like goes out and like lights again and then noelle is like i knew you were gonna be down here looking at that spell book yeah noelle stays back like i'm a little nancy drew yeah i have to investigate and rita's like did you feel the wind tunnel and noelle's like there's an open window yeah it's it's okay yeah it's okay um but okay i need to go back would you go into the spooky basement by yourself because my fear would be that somehow the bookcase would close and i'd be trapped in there i think i would maybe think that's it i think you read a lot of nancy drew books growing up no my mom did okay you have a nancy drew vibe to you so i feel like i'll take that as a compliment you would probably be like okay i'm a little hesitant about this in in high school, I think I would have been more likely because I yeah. I dabbled with this shit and was like, I won't die. I'm immortal. And then now, you realize you would die. Nowadays, yeah. this shit freaks me out. So yeah, now. it's bad. It's bad stuff to get involved with. But Reed's very gung ho on it. And I, this does not really. This kind of whole thing backfires because the next night Reed starts having nightmares. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> this is yet another weird element that's introduced in this book. Yeah. Reed's dream is that Elizabeth is in the flesh and telling her where she buried a bunch of other spell books at a clearing behind the chapel. And then Ariana is also in this dream. Yes, and Ariana sneaks up on Elizabeth Williams, one of the founders yeah. of the Billings Literary Society. Yeah. And, and a witch. Huh? <laughs> There's layers to Elizabeth. Layers. Which we could have figured out in the Book of Spells, which was previous to this in wow. the shoot. But why would we? Why would we dive into that Book of Spells? Why would we put in more effort for such a terrible outcome? Like, out of all of the plot lines in this series, I don't understand why we devoted an entire book to something that took two books to explain. Oh, like, God. there's just been so much other stuff that's been such a, like, a lead up and so many other rich characters. And instead, you made a, like, a spinoff of your two book witch plot there was also an ariana spinoff which i was meaning to bring up to you later on because i'm not sure how the next one finishes but anyways back to ariana she sneaks up and chokes eliza to death in the dream yeah 
And then Reed, like, wakes up in a panic, and she decides to tell Ivy and Josh separately about what, what happened. So the next day, Josh is really concerned and talking to her at lunch, and he's trying to stop her from going out to the Billings Chapel. Alone at night, which, like, a fair, a fair boyfriend move. And he's realizing, I'm not going to stop my girlfriend. This is futile. So he gets her and him two shovels, and they're going to go out there in the middle of the night. And then Ivy pops out and is like, I'm coming too, but I'm not going to do any work. I don't shovel. I'm not a shovel bitch. Which, again, feels weird for Ivy, because I feel like Ivy's, like, kind of, like, grunge edgy, and she fucking would dig a hole. Yeah, her friends snowboard. Yeah, and they made a skateboard half-pipe on a roof. That should tell you enough about Ivy. And Ivy's character changes, like, every 100 pages in this series, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, but then, you know, they're digging for a while. Only two hours. Yeah, and, like, Reed, like, blacks out, and she suddenly is just like, <gasps> how long have we been doing this? <laughs> I thought that was really funny. And then, like, they're like, oh, like, two hours, and she's like, oh, my God. And then it gets, it heightens even more, because she's like, I'm tired, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And then, by the grace of God, the moonlight shines down into this deep hole, and they find a locket. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? That's not a book. The the clouds clear. Yeah. The brush the is moon, gone. The moon listeners. The moon guides her to pick up this pendant that was buried in the hole. And which is again just weird because it's like we've never heard anything about this pendant. This could mean literally nothing. Plus, it's the middle of winter and the locket is warm. Yeah. Because it's witch. It's witchy time. It's witchy time. Rick goes back and cleans it up with like Ivy's polish yeah and then she's like wearing it all the time now i would be kind of nervous yeah i've read the seventh harry potter book and we know what happens with that necklace it makes people cranky and anemic essentially it kind of sounds like read how she's been this entire book does she was harry potter around at this time for her yes 2008 yeah the first harry potter book came out in 1999 Oh, wait, this, these are getting close to 2011. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So most of the Harry Potter books were out by this time. This reads like it was not written in 2011. No, I'm so sorry it was. <laughs> I hate that. Um, but, like, Reed starts to, like, try to, like, talk about what's going on with this, like, necklace. And Noelle's just like, shut up, bitch. You sound crazy. Which one would you be more afraid to admit? That you think you're a witch or that you and Noelle are sisters now? Oh, that I think I'm a witch. That sounds insane. That sounds so I mean, like, it would be, like, okay, picture this. You and I have found out we're half-sisters. Um, we won't divert into whose parent had an affair with which other parent. Yeah. But if we were trying to keep that secret, and then we also at the same time found out together we were witches, the sister secret doesn't seem so weird. In retrospect, no. Yeah. The witch secret sounds insane. If somebody said, by the way, you two are half related and then um like half siblings and now we are also witches and together our power is going to save this one thing we both are like very much institutionalized in that we both care about deeply i'd be like maybe someone else could do that it maybe is, else, someone else can be the witch it's not coherent with reed's very serious personality if it was like kiki or astrid the quirky friend yeah I would, I'd reed be isn't like, quirky yeah. enough to be a witch also she's already had so much insane shit yeah. In the amount of times in books she brings up every book she thinks someone is following her. Every single book. And honestly, it never really checks out if they are or are not. 
If you and your friends need a drinking game, that is definitely one rule. God, that could you imagine just doing a drinking game to a novel? <laughs> you're alone in bed, you yeah. text your friend, you're like, I got, got a drink. Uh, okay, but also, I do have to ask, do you think these dreams, this dream plot explains her apparitions she was having in book 10 when she was trapped on that island? I just thought she was really dehydrated. Yeah, but also I was like, maybe this bitch witch got some apparitions going. That is true. Because, like, she had that, like, mirage of the water and then she got water. So, like. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that... maybe this maybe this witch plot line was Kate Bryan hoping she could cover up some of her own plot holes. It would make sense. It The manifesting water would be more believable than, like, her just dreaming about her ex-boyfriends. Yeah. That just seems weird. like a delusion. Absolutely weird. At the same time that this is happening, though, there's another little bit of a plot where Missy's kind of hiding something. Yeah. And she tells them that Billings is coming back and no one from this group is invited. Yeah. Okay, Missy. We knew Missy sucked, but she she just keeps sucking. And I will say, I did think this was going to be a bigger element in this book. It's not. This whole yeah. Missy rebuilding Billings and... Stuff, not a big issue. Not sure where it's going to go. Check in for the next episode. But how she got um, control of Billings was her family outbidded Noelle's family. Yeah. But. And then we also find out, yeah, Noelle's dad is suddenly just, like, done with Billings. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. It seems like an investment he's poured a lot into. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like his wife went to Billings. His mother went to Billings. Like, it seems like. Because he, in so much in book nine and ten, was, like, putting money into the school, was ready to save Billings, and now just suddenly for him to be like, no, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Noel does bring up, though, that if Reed wants it to stay around, Daddy will maybe, like, drudge up $10 million for yeah. her. He could find it. He could find it. Oh. Next night? Oh, my God. I was waiting for the... So it's date night. It's date night. And mm, I'm so mad. This is the closest we've ever gotten to Josh and Reed having sex. They are so close to fucking listeners. They're so close. He, like, takes his shirt off. She's, like, kissing his collarbone. And I'm like, they're going to fuck. I was thinking... I was, like, nervous he didn't have protection. I was like, I hope it's on him at all times. What would happen if he didn't have a penis? It was just a hole. A black hole. Fuck the condoms. How do we deal with the void? It's the size of a golf ball hole. Like, it's just a void. Um, but instead of fucking listeners, he's like, no, wait, we can't. I have a gift for you. Yeah, he's like, not here. Which, why? That why Why not there? Do you, where, where else? It's not like they're losing their virginities to each other. Because I assume him and Ivy fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, what, what, does he think she's, like, pure or something? Is he trying to protect her pureness? He's like, whoa, 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 I can't get a boner right now because I have this book I want to give you from 1915, and it is a yearbook. Babe, I know you're wet right now, but I really want to dry you up by handing you this hundred-year-old yearbook. I've stopped in the middle of, like, foreplay for maybe a text. That seems, uh... Unacceptable, but acceptable. This, this, to stop the possibility of sex because you'd rather give somebody a yearbook? Wait until after. It's a gift. Yeah. It's not that important. You can flip through it afterwards while you're, like, cuddling. I don't know. But anyway. Oh, God. Yeah. This is Elizabeth What's-Her-Face's yearbook from when she was in Billings. Josh is like, if she looks anything like the girl in your dreams, I'll, I'll support you 100%. 
Yeah. And she does. And Josh also points out that Eliza kind of looks like Reed. Yeah. And we're like, that's weird. And then Josh comes clean and saying, like, hey, Reed, you know that night you had a nightmare? Your first one with Elizabeth? I had a nightmare, too. Josh pulls out the hashtag me too card. Yeah. And what, do you remember what his dream was about? His, I think his dream was that somebody murdered Reed. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, at the same time that Josh is thinking that she looks like Eliza, Ivy also agrees. Yeah. Which, apparently, if we know anything about foretelling, this means that she's going to be somehow related to so, her. Yeah. Because randomly, apparently, Upton brought up that she looks like Noelle. Yeah. To be fair, I also thought this could be some weird reincarnation plot, because I was like, I'm not going to put anything past this book series anymore, because literally I know now that anything can happen. Oh, God, um, real. But now, um, Ivy's like, hey, I would love to do this incantation with you. Hey, it's a Tuesday. I got Should no we do plans. the incantation again? Yeah, I think it would be really funny to double down and do this a second time. We have to do it every time they do it. So, apparently, Reed got more powerful the second time, so this is me and Laura ascending to great heights. Uh, okay, we have to hold hands. Listeners, let the record show that we are holding hands. Okay. Okay. We, we come, come together, together to form this blessed circle. Pure of heart, free of mind. From this night on, we are bonded. We are sisters. We swear to honor this bond above all else. Blood to blood, ashes to ashes, sister to sister, we make this sacred vow. Wow, a little transphobic of the incantation. Okay, and again, I'm waiting for anything cool to happen. No? They said, no, they, them, just she. Yeah. Did anything? Okay, I'm going to focus on the okay. quarters. Nothing, nothing weird happened. My phone is still on. The light outside is still there. Uh, my computer that's recording us is still working because <gasps> I got a coupon for Overtone. Oh my god, we did it! We did it! Wow. I just got um, that text, ladies and gentlemen. Let the record show. When Ivy and Reed do the incantation, like both their phones like electrocute themselves and then like <laughs> do, do they really? I mean they both like turn off, I think. I thought just an unknown number called them. That too. I think, but I think one of them turned off. I don't know. And I it's like a little a little spooky, a little eerie. And, yeah, and so then they're like, oh, what did we do? Did we do something bad? Because they're, like, on record it says 11 people are supposed to do the incantation. And Noelle busts down the door and she's like, boom, police. (laughs) JK, I got into Yale. And then they are like, yay! And then they all go into the chapel and it turns into, like, a party of all the seniors just, like, saying, like, I got into this school. Well, I got into this school. You? Me? I got into this school. Tiffany got into Rhode Island design or something yeah. for her photography. Also, I thought this was funny too because Tassa's her like fashion photographer dad. They just didn't look up Tiffany's background. So Reed was like, imagine how they'll feel when they realize they let in Tasso's daughter. And then Portia got into a university I had to look up that is apparently University of Paris. Oh nice. I I didn't look up anybody else's schools or write them down. I didn't care that much. Well, Portia got into University of Paris, if you're interested. Ooh. We should write her a letter of congrats. Oh, my gosh. We should write these fictional characters' letter of congrats. We didn't attend their graduation parties, so. I hope one of them had party potatoes. That was our food of choice at graduation parties. Are you, are party, party potatoes like those hash browns that you put cream of mushroom soup in and, and shredded cheese? cheese on it? Yeah. Yes. We make those at my family like Christmas party all Who the time. Who graduated? At my family Christmas party? Jesus, he graduated into life from the womb. I love that for him. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but yeah, this is kind of like a few-page scene that doesn't really make a ton of sense. No, she kind of talks to Ivy about what happened, but 
it doesn't really no. go into anything. And um, then later that night, she has another, another dream. dream. And this one's different. Elizabeth is not in this dream. No, it is Astrid and Cheyenne yeah. Martin's yeah. mom. Yeah. No, it's Cheyenne Martin. Cheyenne Martin. Yes. And Cheyenne, like, kidnaps Astrid. Yes. And that's the dream. And Reed's like, that felt so real. Yes, and the next day we learn that Astrid is gone. Yeah, we learn that Astrid is gone, and we also hear Noelle say that she wants to like crush Missy for rebuilding Billings. There's a lot happening in this. Cafeteria. A lot happens in this cafeteria, and then Ivy's mad at Gage because Gage like fucked someone else. Yeah, which come on, we knew like, that we knew happen. that was gonna happen. Don't put your egg in that basket. Yeah, and then she like in her yelling at him, a painting falls on him. Yes, it seems he jumps out of the way at the last minute, but it's, it, it catches his shoulders, and he's, like, still bleeding. Yeah, he bleeds and falls to the ground. That means it was, like, a heavy painting. Yeah, yeah. she says, I hope you die, and the painting's like, that's the magic word. Yeah. That's all you need to say. And she's like, whoa, 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 I said the incantation yesterday, now paintings are falling out of the sky? Kiki went to the headmaster, though, and this is kind of his green light to... Uh, reunite. He's like, we all got to meet in the chapel. Yeah, he comes into the cafeteria like it's a two thousands movie and goes, "I'm so sorry to interrupt everyone. We have a situation." I know. Flame. They should have. Well, I guess he's a new headmaster, and I, someone missing is serious. Yeah. But why wouldn't they have evacuated the campus when like two people got murdered? Yeah, I don't know. But they installed curfew instead. No evacuation here. Let's just close things down early. Yes. Uh, Josh sleeps over, and, God, Reed and her freaking nightmares. Reed has a dream where Lorna gets taken, and she's choked by Sabine. Yeah. And she wakes up screaming, and Josh just kind of lulls her back to sleep. Yeah, she calls Lorna first and says, like, hey, are you okay? And Lorna's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, butt dial. Prank, prank call it. Today. Yeah. And then, and then the next morning we find out Lorna is gone. Yes. And it, then it's, like, this chaos meeting in the chapel. Yes. Uh, and, they're, they're sh- and now they're yeah, now they're shutting down the school, and Josh is like, "Read, go to New York, and I'll be there and stay at like my like sister's condo." Um, yeah. But then we also learned that her parents are coming to her birthday party, I which I thought, thought that, that was weird. weird because it's like, why would your parents come to a party where there's going to be lots of underage drinking? Yeah, and also it it's the way she portrays her family is very poor. So my first thought was like, can they even afford a ticket to New York? Well, Daddy Lange is probably paying for that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it, very very weird. But as Reed's also packing up, she finds the missing book pages. We get so much backstory. We here. get like three pages of just straight backstory. It listeners. is exhausting. It's, it's really exhausting. Um, so yeah. Reed finds these missing pages from Eliza about this girl named Caroline who <laughs> set so many spells on herself that she went crazy. Yeah. Which what are you what are your spells like lip fillers a BBL? Those weren't really big in like two thousand eleven. They probably didn't have BBL in their vocabulary yet. No. Um, but yeah, she just went crazy on spells. And then I'm I- addicted to spells. Um. Hot. Let's coin that. Let's coin that. I was confused at this point. Do Eliza and Teresa Billings like throw her into a pit or something? They like, like Caroline went like so crazy that I think she died. 
They tried to bring her back to life with a spell. But then they just got a monster. They got, like, a monster instead. Like, you know in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina when they try to bring Ross Lynch's, who's playing Harvey's brother, back, and he turns into that weird spooky guy? I feel like that's what happened. I was kind of thinking the same. Like, along the lines of Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so they, like, try to kill this monster, but in that effort, they got cursed. And... They realize that they're cursed because Eliza starts having dreams after the incantation too um, that aren't aren't pretty dreams. Yeah, so that was just, it's just a lot of backstory and a lot of it feels like it's just such a stretch all of a sudden. It's just like, where does any of this come from? But don't even worry because Noelle has neglected to say anything about any of this for 13 books. Yeah. Finally, she comes clean that Teresa Billings is, like, their great-great-grandmother. Yeah, like, oh, by the way, we're related to this person. When, I, I don't know, that's kind of a cool topic to, I would tell someone, my sister, I'd be like, oh, but now that you're part of my family, here's all this cool shit that comes with Yeah, it. I don't know. Very, we very weird. We Disney World every year, and Teresa Billings is our grandmother. Um, But, yeah, back at Noelle's, like, you know, New York house, they decide to invite all the other Billings girls o- over. Yes. Um, We learn, like, from Leonora, she shows up, and, like, she basically just, like, confirms that this curse is real. Yeah. And she- we also find out Ariana is also cursed. Yeah, Noelle kind of led on earlier that Catherine, the girl who died, was related to Ariana. And yeah. It kind of implies that Ariana and Sabine went crazy over Reed. Because of the curse. Because they're, yeah, their yeah. ancestors killed her. And Noelle's like, yeah, Noelle's like, this can't be real. And Leonora goes, well, the curse is real to some people. As if that's like, okay, uh, that's just not helpful. And Missy at this point is done with it. Uh, and we also learned that Ivy and Reed are confirmed witches now because they said the incantation. It does not matter that they had the right amount of people there or not. The incantation just did it. I At that point, I would be like, let's hoard it. Let's yeah. hoard all the power. Yeah. And uh, Missy, like, you know, f- freaks out and just, like, leaves. Oh, she's done with people gassing Rita. She's yeah. like, Rita's isn't special. Reed is a dumpy, mousy brunette. Yeah. And I'm I'm better than that. I don't know. Missy sucks. Um, People but, start believing a little bit, though, because as Missy is leaving, Ivy kind of shuts the doors in her face. Yeah. And Noelle is like, again, it is the wind. But it's like man-made wind. Yeah. Um, is it? I'm, who knows? This, though, at this point when Lenora Lang shows up, this, oh, I got so annoyed with this because she tells Reed that she's not only descended from Teresa, but also... Eliza. Yeah. And we later learned that Grandma Lange loves playing God, apparently, because she orchestrated Noelle's dad and Reed's mom sleeping together. Yeah, we learned that, like, at the very end of the book. We'll get there when we get there, because it's going to have to be, it'll make more sense there. It's so weird. If Grandma doesn't do magic, how? I don't know. Would that happen? I really don't know, Meg. I really don't know. Um, uh-huh. But then she, you know, we have another dream. And thank God, this time, Missy is the one that Bye-bye, Missy. We also find out that Josh also has a dream. What's his dream? I think it's, again, like, he dies or something. Uh, Josh. Josh, if you want to kill your girlfriend, just do it already. Just do it already. <laughs> um, but then we learn, like, kind of like, wait a minute. All the people who are disappearing were the people who were not initiated properly. That's kind of like what... Isn't that what Leonora kind of points I the finger Noel towards? I think points it out. Yeah. 
Um, we're in crunch mode. We gotta figure out where these people are going. Because we have to f still have our birthday party. That is everyone's biggest concern right now. They up security for the birthday party. Yeah, it's like, like, well, we can't not have the birthday party, which is like, you guys can go, maybe just reschedule the birthday party. It, it's, it's a 17th. It's not even an 18th. And my favorite part about this is Josh is like, well, we can draw them in if we still have the birthday party. And it's like, who? Who are we drawing in? Also, did Josh have a lobotomy? Why is he so nice? I don't know. All of a sudden. I don't know. This doesn't make any sense. It's so weird. But then I'm just like, who are they drawing in? Like, the spirits? Like, what is going on? Ivy suggests, though, in order to strengthen them, they should maybe all uh, do the incantation. All of the girls. Together. Yeah. So they go to the pottery barn to get white candles. Once again, Reed thinks she's being followed. But she finds a cool clock to give to her, uh, you know, non-biological dad. She runs into Paige. It's another little jab. Nothing yeah. really happens here besides the fact they buy white candles. No, it was weird. I got pissed off at this point because as someone in college who's a really angry person practicing witchcraft, Pottery Barn does not have ritual candles. This yeah. is a hole in Kate Bryan's plot that probably only well, I maybe the Pottery Barn in New York had the right candles and the one in Iowa didn't. God, uh, okay. Mm, that's uh, a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, and then they call Ellie's Blinks Girls back to Noelle's. And they all just, of course, willingly show up because they're like, what else do we have to do? And they're just like, cool, yeah, we'll do the incantation and become witches. They all hold hands. They say the incantation again. And Oh, should we say the incantation oh, again? Uh, the rule of threes. We have to. We have to. Rule of threes. That's a we, rule in witchcraft, too. Oh, well, we have to see if we become more powerful. Exactly. Okay. okay. Listeners, so the record show, we are holding hands. Mm -hmm. Okay. We, we come, come together, together to, to form this blessed circle, pure of heart, free of mind. From this night on, we are bonded. We are sisters. We swear to honor this bond above all else. Blood to blood, ashes to ashes, sister to sister, we made this sacred vow. I'm telling you, rules of threes work because when I was practicing witchcraft for a little bit, I was not being safe about black magic and... Three bats, like the bird, are they birds? Like the bird, a bat, they flew into my room. Wow. It sucked. And birds are a sign of the devil. Well, also bats are not birds, they are bats. Oh, oh. well, both are a sign of the <laughs> my devil. One. Are bats birds? No. Well, bats, the bird. <laughs> they both fly. What are they, mammals? Um, I, Sky I don't know. I don't know what they technically, because they have like fur. Do birds not have fur? They're oh, they have fur. <laughs> <laughs> let the record ooh, show. Ooh. This is a learning session. For we them. love to learn on this podcast. It's one of our favorite Laura things. Laura Petro in Latin means leapfrog. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yes. Um, but before uh, they do the incantation, not all the candles go out and relight the only like like 75% of them do. Yeah, Amberly, Tiffany, and Portia's don't go. They don't light. Um, so people are like, this, Tiffany's like, nice trick, Reed. Yeah. How can we really tell that we're witches? And then Reed is like, let's do spells. Yeah. And then they try to test a spell and it turns out someone else was just like gripping the table too hard. Yeah. London so it looks like it was, it. it looked like it was like, do it working. Ivy is the strongest. So she tries levitating a spoon. And once London... Why is Ivy the strongest? What about Reed? <laughs> I don't know. She's descended from two witches. witches. 
I don't know, but the spoon doesn't move this time, and people start being like, hmm, I don't think this is real. Yeah. And they're like, well, you guys just aren't believing hard enough. It's not Christmas, all right? Like, mm-hmm. move on. Reed's last-ditch effort is being like, okay, well, uh, before you go, I did photocopy all of this. I printed out some receipts for you to take home in your goodie bag. No. Uh, but you know they all leave. You know with their like their murmurs of like this was fucking stupid. You would think Noelle is on her side at this point since she's staying with her, but Noelle still does not believe in this. Especially, which is weird because Noelle's grandmother was also like, "You guys are witches." So why is Noelle being such a, so callous about this? I don't know. Um, but now we have another dream. Yes, I think this one is definitely our last. Yeah, and Reed has a dream that it's her birthday party and there's just dead bodies everywhere. But the worst part, no one is paying attention to her. Yeah. On her birthday. I mean, it's her birthday, Maggie. Very saucy. Very, very saucy from Vanderpump. Um, And then we fast forward to her actual birthday and Reed's like nervous because like, why not? But also, again, I have to ask, why still have the birthday? I kind of picture her birthday as a ton of security guards um, circled around these girls. Yeah. And, like, they're, the girls are all traveling in, like, groups together. No one's ever alone. But she gets a note from Josh to come up to Noelle's room and then a text saying, it's actually me. Come up to Noelle's Yeah. Room. And Kiki's like, hey, before you do that, I gotta tell you, Reed, some of these spells, they work. Yeah. So... Reed is like, okay, but that can that can wait. Cause, and I was, once again, hoping they were going to have sex. Yep. But then, yeah. But again, like, Reed is, like, decides to go without security, which feels so stupid. Mm. Um, but she goes, like, up the elevator, down the hall to, like, Noelle's room, and Josh is there, and they're, like, yeah. It's a very um, annoying moment. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Anything that's supposed to be heartfelt, I'm like, this is the derogatory way of using gay in a derogatory sentence. But he gets her a ring with a blue diamond. Is that, that's her birth, I don't know what the Pisces birthstone is. I just know it's blue, I, know. I think. I don't remember. And he makes some weird comment about how, like, in ten years, this will be me marrying you. Ew. That's gross. And they have a paragraph described of what felt like kissing him for the last time. Yeah. And then he just, I, what happened? He just crumples? He, he gets knocked out from behind, so he, like, collapses onto the ground. Oh, I thought he was just having a seizure. Oh, no, like, I think somebody, like, hit him on the head from behind, so he just, like, crumples down. Ah. And then, um, Reed wakes up, and she has also been kidnapped. And she's tied to a fucking pole. Yeah, like... I thought they were gonna burn them alive. Yeah, I thought thought so, too. And we find out that she's, like, arranged in, like... uh, I pictured it as, like, one of those, like, Satan stars... For the um, points. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, because there's six of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's uh, Astrid, Lorna, Missy, and Constance are all tied up, and then we find out they got Kiki, too. Yeah, and they're being sacrificed, and they notice this because there's six knives there. Yeah, and then there's, like, people in cloaks that are, like, ready to s- sacrifice them. Demetria Rosewell, yeah. who I don't know, is there. And Cheyenne's mom is there. Surprise! Okay, at this point, I was thinking that this was all pointing to Cheyenne being resurrected. Yeah. Were you thinking that? That's exactly what I was thinking. Because Catherine was. And I was like, this is foreshadowing. Yeah. But apparently not. I really thought that's the direction they were going to go. But no, they just want to kill these six teenage girls in hopes that the curse is fixed. Yeah, they are like, hey, listen, we graduated years ago, but we just want to clean this slate for Easton. 
Reed, we know you only have, like, a semester and a half left. So yeah, could, like, who fucking cares? You could get out. Easton could go back to normal. But no, no, no. We have to kill you. Yeah. None like, of our daughters are here. Yeah, and this is when we learned that Leonora arranged the affair between Reed's mom and Noelle's dad to birth Reed. Which is just like, how did she do that? What stakes do you have in it if you're not a witch? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And Kiki turns to Reed and is like, hey, Reed. We should try to spell right now. Yeah, she's like signaling like she's playing softball by opening and closing her palm. Yeah. Which maybe, I don't know, but apparently it's a wind spell. Yeah. Remember the wind They, they yell, Ventus! And then there's just a bunch of wind. Yeah. At this time, too, they're making speeches. Cheyenne's mom is a direct descendant from the maid, Helen Jennings, who I don't know her role in this. Yeah, I think she was mentioned briefly. Um, And Eliza is like, Reed whispering in her head i can help you out um by you just just like project people's names and try to reach them yeah and i was laughing so hard <laughs> at this moment because the knife being held up to read the way they described it was like pressing it into her head like the top of yeah. her forehead i thought that was so funny not her throat not her abdomen why her forehead that's so no weird idea. so weird um, but th- this is short-lived because suddenly, like, Josh and her dad and the police are just there. Reed was able to, like, memory transport into Josh and tell them exactly where they were. Yeah, and the cops arrest all the old hags. Yeah, but not before uh, Cheyenne's mom gets one last... She gets free somehow from the cops. Yeah. And is able to grab a knife and starts to lunge it at Reed. Yeah. But then, but then, great aim. Mr. Lynch goes, No! And he somehow jumps in front of the knife. Yeah, and it hits him right in the chest. And he dies instantly. Which, like, okay, let's think, let's just break this down. How many times did Kate Bryan see a movie where men were lunging in front of women? And she's like, I gotta do it with Josh. I gotta do it with Mr. Lynch. Because it's like, Reed's probably sitting down. Yeah. On, like, the other side of the room. Because it seemed like Josh was sitting with her and was like, my little delicate flower. Yeah. Oh, you're, so, you're so troubled. But it's like, where was Mr. Lange standing that he was able to get there in time? How far was Cheyenne's mom to, like, do this without anyone stopping her? Why wouldn't you just put your hand up? Well, I guess that wouldn't really make sense. Well, you wouldn't die. Yeah, that is true. Or why didn't he just, like, Spot push it. her? Yeah. Or push her. Push her. Because then if you're pushing her from the side, it would probably hit your arm. Yeah. Or, or you could just, ta- just tackle him. her. Yeah. Oh, my God. But instead, no, he jumps in front of the knife because, of course, he does. And he dies. And that's the end of the book. That I is would, the end of the book. I would tackle her. Tackle her? Like, you're already moving fast. Yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, my Same. God. Same. Think, Mr. Lange, you're a, a billionaire. <laughs> You are Use your billionaire brain and tackle her. You are worth nothing dead than alive. Exactly. Inheritance, though. Inheritance, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello. Um, yeah, so I guess in the, the 14th and final book, we're going to find out the aftermath of this situation. This mess. This mess and Mr. Lange's death. Which brings us to our top five. Yes, let's go. I'm excited for this top five. We have a very fun top five. We had a crazy book. Crazy book. Messy. uh, But there was witchcraft. So there's a lot of material for us to work with. And our top five is top five better spells that they could have had. Because honestly, the spell hints that we get aren't very good. We learned the incantation. Yes. We learned that they have like 
moving object spell. Yeah. You want to, they have wind. Yes. Which is bringing us to our fifth uh, of the top five. If you're going to have wind, why not have a cooler element? Yeah, you, fire spell. Have a fire spell. Have a fire spell. If you were in Avatar The Last Airbender, what would be your element? Air. Okay. Yeah. I, okay, you're a Libra, right? Mm-hmm. Is a Libra an air sign? Yeah. Okay. Because it's a scale. So technically by horoscope we'd be air. I always wanted to be water growing up. We're, it's so funny. Everyone tells me that I should be water and I think it's just because I have long hair like Katara. Um, and I'm like, guys, it's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. I think Pisces is water. Yeah, Pisces is water. Um, but anyway, like, it's, like, I feel like we had so much potential to get, like, introduced to a lot of cool spells, and they, like, list off two. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck, Kate Brian? You can't make a witch thing and then not, like, talk about any of the cooler spells that we have. Hopefully the next one's more promising. Uh, the next book's more promising. Anyway, uh, number four, honestly, we probably should have put this one higher. It's one of my favorites that it we is came me up too. with. Uh, we call this the miscellaneous spell, and think of it as like a grab bag surprise spell. You're gonna do it, and you do not know what's going to happen. Randomized sim, you hit click on that spell, and anything could pop anything, up in your hand. Anything could uh, disappear from the room you're in. Someone could get hurt. Someone could get burrowed. We a don't know. Book, an elephant. Exactly. The the, the, the more fire. This could be an indirect fire spell. We don't know. Oh, I love that. What if you're transported? You don't know. Anything could happen with this spell. I wish. Number three, another spell that has so much potential. Oof. A fame spell. Make Yeah, make someone famous. Make someone, uh, people obsessed with you. I think I would want to be a rock star because the rock star to, like, creating a cult pipeline Ooh. is so uh, close. Yeah. You know, like, Charles Manson tried it. You could make a cult. I could see you doing that. I could make a cult. Hey, listeners, you can make a cult, too. With th- these easy steps. With these easy steps. Uh, number two, a time travel spell. Oh. If they had a time travel spell, they could go back in time, save Mr. Lange, yeah. and move on with their fucking lives. I I don't know what I would do with a time travel spell, to be honest. All this book has told me is that Kate Bryan has little to no imagination. <laughs> I would like to go to 1847... And see what was up with Iowa, because I thought I had a cool ancestry, but straight up, they just settled in Dubuque, and and they were there. When I tell people in Iowa, I'm not kidding, my mom's maiden name, uh, half of them are like, oh my gosh, I think we might be related. So I guess I own Iowa. So you probably shouldn't uh, hook up with anybody in Iowa, is what you're telling. Oh god, I have to text my exes. Oh, no. Be like, oh no, we didn't do uh, mydna.com, so we do not know if we're related. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll use our time travel spell and we'll make your ancestors better. And yeah, we'll make sure. We'll make sure. <laughs> and then our first spell, mm-hmm. which is like, I feel like this is a staple when it comes to like witchy books, yeah. is a fall in love spell. A celebrity. For example, I would probably maybe pick Tom Holland and Harry Styles. To fall in love with you? Yeah. Would you make them fight to the death over you? You know, I don't know. I've been lately uh, daydreaming before I go to sleep. Yeah, you And have. Harry Styles was my initial boyfriend, but Tom Holland got lost in a different universe, and uh, he's my ex. I haven't decided which yet I want to I cannot wait, wait to read this fan fiction. <laughs> Laura, it is, like, really deep. It is, I explained to Anna the initial dream I had with Harry Styles and what I've... I, I think about it every that's, night. 
hilarious. Since Nike. summer. You should write that down and then turn it into the next Twilight. Just change all the names. I think I might. <laughs> Ooh. I have superpowers too. Yeah, you this. do. Oh my God. Sexy. I know. Um, well, listeners, we're going to keep badgering Nike to make this into uh, a new young adult novel because it would be hilarious. Yes. Um, Nike, do you have any closing thoughts for this episode? I don't. I am ready for this series to end so we can begin a new chapter. I'm really excited for us to, like, we're really ending this year with this series. Yeah. So, like, come the new year, we have a whole new season. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Um, but listeners, we have to tell you... Please rate and review, subscribe to our podcast, Yeah, We Read It. You're listening to it right now. It would just, like, it would take you two seconds to just, like, press five stars on, uh, on iTunes. Or, this is, it's not called iTunes anymore. It's called Apple Podcasts. Um, but we would really appreciate it. Make sure you're doing that. Follow us on Instagram at Maggie and Laura. Uh, and also on YouTube is where you can watch our web series, Maggie and Laura See You in Hell. It's really great, so you should probably watch that. Uh, we're also part of the Audio Man Podcast Network. So if you're looking for other cool podcasts, definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it for this episode. We'll see you next week. You were just listening to an Audio Mint Podcast.